Hello, beloved audience. I hope you guys all had fantastic holidays. Yeah, we did. It, it, it was certainly, um, it was certainly an experience. But yes, if, if you can't tell, uh, this is not Battlefield Earth. Yeah, Frank, uh, you want to get into that? Yeah, um, I'll be real with you. I'll be real with you guys. Um, I mainly picked that to fuck with him. And I couldn't get through it. I tried like four. I did. I could. I I got like twenty minutes in, and I was like, "Nope, can't do it." God. So, if you want Anthony's quick opinion on um, Battlefield Earth, it's God. Yeah. God. <laughs> I could. The most horrendous piece of dog shit I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, I just I couldn't get for it. nothing. I couldn't get through it. <laughs> Nothing! <laughs> so we decided to um, do something a little, little, little different. Where's the Tylenol? Yeah, I, after after that fever you watched that I couldn't, I couldn't finish. I could not do it. You fuck. But let's talk about the actual topic of today's podcast shall we um i will go ahead and say right now this is the first movie i remember actively following oh you well you couldn't escape this movie <laughs> that summer oh god no i remember i this i before this i didn't actively follow movies it's like oh movies out okay i'll go watch type you know what i mean like yeah but no, this one I followed the trailers. I read the magazines. I found out who the cast was. I bought toys. I played the tie-in video game. I was ready. The I mean, the thing about this, the advertisements were everywhere. You could not escape Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network, or the Disney Channel without seeing Spider-Man. I love how you just now announced what movie we're talking about. <laughs> well, yeah. So we're talking about Spider-Man, because of course we are. It's um, Spider-Man! Uh, me, personally, I found out about Spider-Man, not the movie, the character, from the 90s cartoon. Uh, was, yeah, same. That was my big Spider-Man introduction, and um, from that day forward, he's been my favorite superhero. Marvel he's my DC, favorite Marvel. Care. Marvel DC is just my favorite superhero. And I just it's just something like there are some things in childhood you you uh, get attached to that you like lose interest. Like, for example, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I don't give a fuck about that franchise anymore. I don't even think the owners give a fuck about that franchise. Spider-Man is just one of those things that never leaves you or at least never left me. Yeah, no same. And so much so, I actually re I read the old comics because fuck the new shit they're putting out. Fuck one more day. Yeah, my, my friend Patrick knows all about that. But so yeah, my era of Spider-Man is really like um, we're talking strictly comic-wise. The the initial like three hundred run right before right around where Venom was introduced. Well. In the time in the nineties, symbiotes were the hottest thing. Yeah, that's why Carnage exists. Ugh. Uh, we'll talk about Venom another day. Yes, we're not talking about Venom today. No, um, 
But, oh man, dude, do you remember the teaser trailer for this movie? Uh, the one with the Twin Towers? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That, oh. Honest to God, if you just watched that trailer in a box without any knowledge of what it was, you would have no idea what the Spider-Man trailer. No, you had no idea until you saw that web, and it's like, oh my god, they're doing it. It's fucking Spider-Man. It's happening. But, yeah, no, this... I don't remember a comic book movie blowing up like this one ever did, at least at the time. Probably everywhere now, right? Well, I'd say Batman 89 definitely blew up. Not to the extent of Spider-Man. I don't know, man. Like from what I understand, Batman '89 was everywhere. It was the hot shit. Well, it's um of '89 and '90. If I recall, this was the first movie to open at a hundred million dollar box office opening. I think so. I mean, X Men was popular, but that kind of faded away. X Men, X Men, yeah. But uh, Spider Man, I would argue more so than X Men or even Batman '89 really brought comic book movies out into the you have to be this level of entertaining now. You have to be you have to be here well, otherwise. Oh, let's be well. honest. Batman Batman and I started the comic book boom of the night early of the nineties and then Batman and Robin killed it. Spider-Man X-Men sort of uh, X-Men made people like, okay, we can make these legit films again. And Spider-Man was literally like, oh here are the seven dragons. No, we're here to stay. We're here yeah. to stay. And they've kind of never left, for better or for worse. Yeah. Um, but uh, Spider-Man, this movie, follows the story of Peter Parker, Shock of the Century, <laughs> played Bro. by played by Tobey Maguire. Um, actually, let me pull up the cast. This, is, this movie actually has a pretty solid cast, and they will forever be known for these roles. Yeah. I find it funny, though, that this movie's just called Spider-Man, not, like, The Amazing Spider-Man, The Spectacular Spider-Man, not Web of Spider-Man. It's just Spider-Man. Yeah, right? Which is fine. I mean, everyone knows him as Spider-Man. So, Tobey Maguire, famously, that's probably his best-known role at this point. I mean, yeah. Tobey Maguire plays Peter Parker, Spider-Man. I mean, honestly, no one knows him for anything other than Spider-Man. You didn't. You know he's had a very good career. Uh, oh come on, Anthony! You know how he did the dog and cats and dogs. Who are you kidding? <laughs> Do you actually remember that movie? I I owned the DVD when I was a child. I just remember there being a really cute puppy in it. That's all I remember. <laughs> uh, Willem Dafoe plays Norman Osborn. We'll get to that. Dafoe. We'll get to that later because, oh my God, he even looks like the Green Goblin. <laughs> um, Kirsten Dunst plays Mary Jane. Um, I like her in this movie, but I think she gets progressively more annoying as the series goes on. She, she gets, yeah. We'll talk especially in Spider-Man 3, but we'll, we'll get there. Well, to be fair, Spider-Man 3 actually tries doing something with her character, giving her... An... But then um, then dropping it. Uh, James Franco plays Harry Osborn. Um, Can we just I say would... him and Willem Dafoe look like father and son? I don't know if this is James Franco's best known role, because James Franco's in a lot of shit. Uh, maybe this might be it. Though he's, oh. he's not very popular anymore. Uh, that's, that's true. That's very true. <laughs> 
Um, you have Cliff Robertson as Ben Parker. I believe this is one of his last major roles before he passed. Yeah, I don't think he really did anything other than the these three films. Oh my god, his middle name's Parker. Ah! Uh, um, and then Rosemary Harris plays Aunt May. The and definitive then, classic Aunt May. And then you have... Come see me. And then you have the only other major character who is J.K. Simmons playing J. Joe Jameson. Perfect casting. I mean, you have some others in there, like you have... Um, Elizabeth John Banks. Elizabeth Banks as uh, Betty Brandt. You have John Manganiello. I don't know his name. He plays the Flash. He, the Flash. Flash Thompson. He plays the Flash. You know, it wouldn't shock me if Flash Thompson referred to himself as the Flash. Yeah. The um, Flash and then, abides. And then uh, Bill Nunn plays a uh, Robbie Robertson. So Radio Raheem. And this is directed by. Um, Sam Raimi, so of course, of course, Bruce Campbell has a cameo. <laughs> God bless him. And then, um, I think he Macho Man Randy. From... I think it's Randy Savage. Yeah, that's Macho Man Randy Savage. Yep. So, you know, pretty solid cast here, but I really do think Willem Dafoe steals the show. But we'll get. There. Oh, absolutely, he does. We'll we will get there. So, um, the movie starts with actually a. I want to say an animated opening sequence. Oh, it's CGI. But it's pretty neat. It's very, it's blue. It's, it's very PlayStation. Oh, it's extremely PlayStation. Good job, Sony. (laughs) Show it off your PlayStation and your movies. Buy our um, PS2 kids. So the movie starts with, um, you, you hear this person narrating. And I'm not, you can tell it's Peter Parker. And um, so what do you think he's doing this narration? You think this is after Spider-Man Three? He's he's uh, he's talking to uh, Tom Holland. They're telling him his life. <laughs> yeah, this takes this and takes place during yeah. probably the lab scene in No Way Home. Exactly. Uh, yeah, that Toby's telling Andrew and Tom this right now. But, um, <laughs> what happened was, you find out that he's got he missed the bus, so he's chasing the bus. And everyone driver is like everyone is just cruel to him, <laughs> including the bus bus driver. driver like holy he, cow, he can't, this kid can't only, catch a break. The only one who isn't is Mary Jane Watson, who says, "Let him on the bus." Now, Aunt, you'll know it's better than me. Did she go to high school with him in the comics? I, I think she went to a high school dance with him. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know that they were in the same. Place. I don't know. I I don't. I haven't read much early Spider Man. I read from at the late. The earliest issue I have is from the seventies. Also, Peter Park is a little bit older in this movie than normal because he's I think seventeen in this, or he's usually fifteen. Yeah, because he's a senior. Um. So they're on a field trip to Columbia University Genetics Lab, where um. I don't think anything wrong can happen here. No, definitely not. Where um, you you they're all you know there for a science trip or whatever, and you see this like limo, and you see Norman Osborn, Harry Osborn in there, and Harry's like, "Dad, just drive around. I don't want the other the kids to see how rich I am." And for the record, it's more like a Rolls Royce, and they just they have this like exchange, and um, 
there's you can tell there's some tension there, but we'll there's tension, but I don't know, should I say this for later or just address it now? Um save it. Okay. Save it. So Harry gets out of the car and then Norman comes out because Harry forgot something. Peter, this is the first time Peter's meeting his best friend's father. I don't so weird. Him. I mean, but then again, Norm's like a, a business oh man, so And they're talking, and you can clearly tell already that Norman is treating Peter better than he treats Harry. Oh yeah, because he's like, Oh, you're a scientist was? So Norman says the thing that everyone knows. You know, I'm something of a scientist. So. You know, ninety percent of Willem Dafoe in the in this movie is just memes at this point. So they go in to this um, laboratory, and this woman's, you know, giving them all the um, the info about all the spiders there. And she forced them. She, she, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Look at my spiders. She foreshadows spider sense, and we'll, we'll get to that later. Um, I'm breeding a master race of spiders. So Flash and his friends start bullying Peter. They're and messing Harry, up his photos. Yeah, and uh, Harry. Like, what do you have to gain from this? Well, they're they're typical '90s bullies. Like, <laughs> give me your lunch money, kid. Like, that sort of thing. Like, one has frosted tips. It's kind of hilarious. the The contrast between this Flash Thompson and the MCU Flash Thompson is just wow. <laughs> yeah, this wow. Flash Thompson would beat the shit out of current Flash Flash Thompson. Well, this de- this Flash Thompson was supposed to be Deathstroke, but you know that didn't happen. Missed opportunity, honestly. Yeah. But um, Harry gets pulled away for trying to talk to MJ, and um, Peter asks MJ to stay behind to take pictures of her for school paper. See, see a need, fill a need. And she was like, "Yeah, sure." You know, she's she's not being a bitch to him or anything. No. And um, she walks away, and he's when he says thank you, a uh, spider comes and bites him. In the and most convenient color scheme of a spider, too. Which um, Mary Jane did mention to the scientist that one of the spiders was missing. And it's now bitten Peter Parker. And um, you see, after he walks away, it says new species on the wall. On the screen, so... Why? I don't know. Like what is what what research is this? Who wants this? So Peter comes home and he feels like garbage. He has this weird like white thing on his hand. Did you notice that? I think that's a spider bite. Yeah, it looks like a it looks like pussy. It's <laughs> it looks infected, man. You should have gone to the hospital. Honestly. That's just gonna get amputated. But he comes home and he passes out. So we and he back. looks like he looks like garbage. So we cut to so uh, okay. Here's the thing: he takes like he takes off his shirt because he's like probably sweating profusely. Yes. Do you think that CGI or was McGuire? Did they shoot this and McGuire was just that skinny at the time? Oh, I don't know. Because in the next scene, we see him. He's bulked up. Oh, don't worry. We will get there. Don't you worry. We will get there. So we cut to uh, Oscorp, who's been trying to make a deal with a military organization, Quest. 
for these performance enhancers. No, it's not Quest. Quest is the the people that they're going to give the funding to. That's what that's what I meant to say. Oh, okay. This general's an asshole. He hates Norm for no reason. I never supported your program. Okay, but why? Why does this guy hate Norman? As far as we can see, Oscorp is a very successful company, so obviously they've always delivered. So the uh, scientist, Dr. Strum, says um, that he doesn't think the um, performance answers are ready. Fucking puss. Never mind, never mind. Not saying that. Disregard. I apologize. So the guy says that you have a few weeks. Uh, like what? What was it? Two weeks to change my mind. Why would this? Why would this guy say that? This is a very important. I'm guessing walkthrough. Why would you do that? So Norman's like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna try it myself. Oh, dude. When he says we're gonna take it back to formula, Norman is pissed. So he just takes the formula himself. Hmm. Yeah. Time for some hammy acting. He kills poor Dr. Strom. Poor Dr. And... Strom had it coming. Yeah. We'll um we'll get to that. We'll get we'll get to the effects of that later. So Peter wakes up completely I fine. I do like how both the goblin and, and Spider-Man are created in the same day. Like right around the like almost within a couple like within a couple hours. Yeah. So Peter wakes up and he is just like, "Whoa, I'm made of awesome! Look at me, <laughs> dude! I th- dude, like, is this the most jacked he is throughout the entire series? It's the only thing's the only time you see him without a shirt on. Yeah, I think so. They, it's kind of like how Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat One to Annihilation he starts wearing more shirts because he's less jacked. <laughs> yeah, right. So, oh, well, that, that, we'll talk about that fucking movie someday, I'm sure. But oh yeah. And um, he can see without his glasses. In fact, his glasses are making his vision worse. So uh, what happened? Um, so both- there's a weird thing. Like he can literally see directly into Mary Jane's window. You think he's been a, he's been peeping Tommy? Yes. Oh, he had to have. Yeah. What- like it is a straight shot into it, and she yeah. doesn't even keep her blinds closed. You didn't notice the tissue box next to his uh next to his bed? Oh God! <laughs> Please tell me you're joking. Like, is that legit there? I I don't know. I'm fucking with you. <laughs> I now need to see if there's a tissue box. So uh, oh God! He just jumps down the stairs, and they're like no, he like one runs on the wall. He parkours that shit, and they're like he does. He parkours before parkour was a thing. And Ant Man, Uncle Uncle Ben are like what 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 what. What? What? Pumpkin? What? What? You never did this. He's like, I'm better now. I'll see you later. <laughs> he just, he just, he just fucks off. Eh, whatever. Teenagers. I'm gonna eat my breakfast sausage. So he hears MJ being. I don't know if they. I don't know if she's being physically abused. I think it's more verbal abuse. But she is definitely being verbally abused by her father. Oh, absolutely. And um, Peter, despite his new abilities, he's still very much uh, shy. He has no confidence. So he's talking to her, but she can't hear him because he's really talking to himself. 
she gets on he's the bus. He's a nerd. And because he's so like, because, uh, you know, like he, he wants to hit that. So he's not paying attention to her, to the bus. And he, because she gets in the car and drives away and then the bus passes. He's like, oh, fuck. So he tries chasing it, and he's going a lot faster than. I'm he's sorry. Crazy. What bus driver would just drive past the kids? Um, bus drivers in New York City who laugh at kids for missing the bus. Seriously, this guy would be fired. So he tries to smack the bus, and the sign on the bus sticks to his hand, and he's like, "The fuck?" Yeah, it's um, it's certainly um a thing. So he's at he's at lunch. And he, you know, he's eating. And uh, Mary Jane trips on a spill. And boom, he just catches her, catches the food like nothing. Do you know they, that, that, wasn't, that wasn't computer effects or wires? They literally did that. That's impressive. Yeah, after like a bunch, like 90 takes. And she's like, hey, um, I never noticed you without. So, like, you could tell she's becoming more attracted to him now. And just by looking at his eyes for once, and he does not know what to say. He just gives this creepy smile. And she's like, bye. Freak. And then all of a sudden, this is something that a lot of Spider-Man purists hate. I don't care. And I'm, I've got a little bit of a, I've got a mixed response to it. Um, Anthony, I think you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, he shoots a web. Organically. Yeah. Which is um, something Spider-Man can't do. No. But I mean... Eh. Uh, but what he ends up doing is webbing his um, his uh, lunch tray and flinging it on... No, it wasn't his. It was someone else's. Literally the table directly across from him. Oh, that's right. Flings it on to Flash Thompson. And uh, he's dragging it along the floor on a web line. How this whole fucking cafeteria, cafeteria doesn't even see that happen. Doesn't figure out he's Spider-Man later on is beyond me. Well, how did no one see him shoot the web? Well, even if they didn't see him shoot the web, they see the web dragging from his arm. So, like... <laughs> huh? You know, there's so, probably some asshole that's like, wait a minute, that's like that guy in high school. I am so putting this on my message board. So, um, Flash tries to fight Peter. And Peter fucking has Ultra Instinct all of a sudden. And, dun, 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 dun. and he makes Flash look like such a joke. Go, 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 go. Like he uh, he pulverized can, this poor guy. Internet, can someone put the Ultra Instinct theme to this fight scene, please? Oh my god! Please, someone do that. And it's not just like his friend tries, and Peter just flips. And again, how does nobody figure out in this school that he's Spider-Man? Like? I'm telling you, there's some like greasy weirdo that's posting on message boards that Peter Parker's Spider-Man. No one's taking him seriously. So Peter, after he just makes Flash look like a fucking pathetic loser, um, he just fucks off. 
But it's okay, because apparently today's Flash's birthday, and he gets a new car by the end of today. Yeah. So it's a good, it's still a good day for Flash. So Peter um, starts testing out his powers. He climbs up a wall, and nobody sees him do it. He, Dude, uh, how mind-blowing was it to see? The trailers advertised the hell out of him climbing that wall. Dude, seeing it on the movie screen was something else. It wow. really was. Yes, the CGI looks PlayStation er, and PlayStation 1 error, but hot damn, this was still this was awesome back then. Oh, yeah. And like he's hopping along buildings and he tries to web. And but what I, what I really like about this that not many Spider-Man do, I mean, Gar- the Amazing Spider-Man did try to do it. He's enjoying these new powers. He's having the time of his life discovering them. Yeah, the thing about that, we don't know how Tom's reaction was to him. That's true, we don't. By the time he's in the MCU, he's already Spider-Man. Sort of. Sort of. He at least has his powers. Yeah. Um, So he comes home, uh, takes the trash out, and hears more fighting between Mary Jane's family, and Mary Jane just walks out. And they, Peter finally, finally talks to her. And you can already see the uh, the chemistry between the two of them. Yep. Like, she, she says something along the lines of, You're, he's being very open and honest and heartfelt toward her. Yeah. And you can tell she's not used to that. Probably not. And she's like, I mean, honestly, her dad treats her like shit, and probably most guys just see her because she's hot. Exactly. Whereas Peter's talking to her like a. She, he sees her like a genuine person. And she says to him, "You're taller than you look." Oh, that dialogue's so bad. It's kind of bad. That's Anakin. You're breaking my heart. Is what it feels like. Kind oh, God. of. This came out the same year as Dak the Clones too. Oh yeah, it did. Anywho, um, and um, she—you could tell she's like really enjoying herself. If Flash shows up, she dips. Kid gets his ass kicked in school, gets rewarded with a new BMW. Yeah, fucking douchebag. Fucking one percenters. So Pete is like, okay, I'm gonna get me a car, and he finds this. Look at these prices for these cars. In what world now? Yeah, you can tell when this movie came out. In <laughs> one world! Like, the prices on some of those cars are like, that's my car payment. Now. And, uh, <laughs> So he starts drawing designs for a costume because he found a wrestling match. Three minutes, $3,000. And he draws the general Spider-Man design. The suit he makes, on the other hand. Ooh. Leave some desired. So you could... Uncle Ben and Aunt May start talking because they can tell something's up with Pete, but he doesn't want to talk about it. So he tells them... He, he lies to them and says, I'm going, to the, I'm going to the library. And he's like, I'll drive you. And Pete's like, no, I'll take the train. And Uncle Ben insists. Had to be pushy. Boundaries. Yeah, but I don't think Pete's response was actually justified. No. 
I'm talking about he had to push it. He would never have left that house had he just like, all right, leave well enough alone. Yeah, but so Uncle Ben tries talking to him. And he's not antagonizing him. He's not being mean to him. He's not yelling at him. Like, he's not scolding the guy. He's yeah, not but Peter's acting kind of like what a teenager, how a teenager would act. Like, Uncle Ben says to him, look, this guy Flash Thompson probably deserved what happened. But, but just, just because you can beat someone up doesn't mean you should. With great and I power. think a lot of more people need to realize that in life. Just because you can in- do something to someone doesn't mean you should. With great power comes great responsibility. Peter takes this the wrong way. And I mean the wrong way. And he just again, he's he's a teenager. He's at. Let's be honest. Did you act most level-headed as a teenager? No, but I also didn't have super spider power, so I don't know what that's either. Hmm, true. And Uncle Ben's like, I know I'm not your father. Peter's like, stop pretending to be. That's fucked up. Because let's be honest, Uncle Ben is his father. I'm gonna say this before. What happens, happens. Of the two on-screen Uncle Ben's, this guy's Uncle Ben to me. Sorry, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen did a fine job. I think this guy is the embodiment. I think that that just sums up the downfall of the Amazing Spider-Man movies. The actors are good. But I think this guy is really... Well, yeah, that's why why I said Rosemary Harris is definitive Aunt May. And we don't have an MCU Uncle Ben for some reason, so... Yeah, I'm sorry, you freaks that are like, Aunt May's so hot now. She is. I mean, it's Marisha Tomei. Marisha Tomei is gorgeous, but sorry, she's not Aunt May. Well, Aunt May is also not supposed to be this fucking 10 out of 10 model. So, there's that. Yeah, right? But, anywho, so Peter signs up for this wrestling competition where you see these people just getting laid out. Well, they are in the ring when Macho Man, Randy Savage, Dan, and we need Kevin here to describe how how much of a wrestler Macho Man Randy Savage was. Kevin or Joey, yeah. Yeah, one one of the boys. Shout out to the Bucktooth Gremlins. Anyway. And they're, like, making fun of Peter. Because they're like, you're small, don't do this. He's like, bet me. Bet me. Bet. So Bruce Campbell is the announcer. And, um... He goes up to the Peter part. He goes up to Peter's like, what's your name, kid? My name is the Human Spider. What? <laughs> the best you got? Oh, God, that sucks. And I love this line. The terrifying, the deadly, the amazing Spider-Man. So much better than Human Spider. Well, it duh. Anything's like, better than the Human Spider. <laughs> and Peter doesn't want to go out. No, you got my name wrong! Get out there, you moron! Get out there, you moron! (laughs) You can't say that! That's so offensive! So Peter gets in the ring, and it's a cage match. And he's like, wait a minute! And Peter clearly isn't adjusted to his powers yet, because Macho Man is fucking him up! Well, it's Macho Man, Randy Savage. He will make you step into a Slim Jim. 
And Peter gets... I love this line so much. This is like one of the only Spider-Man-ish lines he has for a while. That's a cute outfit. Did your husband give it to you? But eventually, Peter does overpower him. Like, oh shit, I need my shit wreck! And like... Ever notice how Macho Man Randy Savage and Mr. T kind of sound the same? What if they're the same person? Well, that explain why they're awesome. They're both awesome, but I mean, I think I, they're two separate people. Now they're all applauding for Peter, and Peter's all like, "This is new. I like this." Now I this gotta, doesn't add up. I got to comment on something before we move on. Oh, okay, yeah. His costume here is fucking terrible. Well, yeah, it doesn't. It's so obviously Peter. It doesn't. It doesn't even remotely resemble the suit he's wearing. It does not. Like... What were you going to say? Well, well, the scene that's coming up right after he wins doesn't really add up. Oh, it's so fucking stupid. So... Uh... He's going to get his money. And the guy gives him a hundred bucks. And Peter's like, um, the ad said 3,000. And the guy's like, yeah, for three minutes, you pinned him in two. For um, that, I'll give you a hundred. Uh, that math doesn't add up. Uh, no. He beat him, because he beat him quicker? You give him less money? Then you I... give him 2,000. If it's two minutes, then 2,000. Or you could just give him the three thousand because. Or well, yeah, I'd definitely do that. But if you're going by that logic, you beat him in two, so you get two thousand now. I think the the logic was supposed to be Bonesaw wasn't supposed to lose. Yeah, that's a hundred percent it. But Peter's basically like, okay, go fuck yourself, and the guy gets robbed, and Peter lets him go. I missed the part where that's my problem. And you know what? I got a hundred bucks. And you know what? The guy's like, fuck you two. And just. No, but here's the thing. The guy's like, you could have taken him apart. Now he's going to get away with my money. Missed the part where that's my problem. Like, he's still thinking about himself. Like, no. Piece of shit. Right after that, Peter's whole world turned. Upside down. boom. Uncle Ben has been shot. Oh, no. Who didn't see this coming? That said, holy crap, do you feel for Peter Parker? Oh, yeah. So he's all like... I mean, it's kind of, it's very realistic. As you see, he's Uncle Ben's tearing up. He's got, like, the shakes. He's sweating. Mm-hmm. It's very well acted. And Peter... Again, I've never met anyone that's shot, so I don't know if that's the appropriate... how someone reacts to being shot. Peter is now seeing red. Yeah, pretty... That, that's, a, that's the right thing to say. Because he took Uncle Ben's car. Peter finds the guy. And it's like a scene out of a horror movie. Except Peter Parker's the killer and 
Yeah, we get to see him hanging upside down. Dude, he fucks this poor guy's world up. Oh, yeah. And um, Peter gets him into the light. Sees his face. The guy he let go. Oh, the irony. So, um, the guy tries to shoot Peter. Peter breaks his wrist. And the guy falls out a window. Bye. So is that technically murder or no? Self-defense. Peter didn't technically kill him. Hmm. Peter didn't push him out the window. True. So Spider or I, I, I he's not really Spider-Man yet. Um but he leaves. And goes to the Chrysler thing. Yep. And um, can I can I just say I'm I don't know if this was all shot in New York, but you do feel like it's New York. It's that's the thing about this movie is it feels authentic. MCU. Uh, that's Spider-Man. what I say about this entire trilogy. It does feel authentic. MCU Spider-Man. As much as I enjoy those movies, that does not feel like New York. It doesn't. And neither is Amazing Spider-Man. No, this is the only one that, not just based on location, but the, the, the way the people act, the way the people talk. Me and Anthony are both from New York, so we know what we're looking for. And yeah. This feels the most like New York to me. Yeah, absolutely. This screams early 2000s New York. This entire trilogy. like This is a perfect time capsule. So Peter comes home. Especially this one. Peter goes home. And you could presume tells Aunt May what happened. Uh, No, I'm sure she got a call from the police or saw the news. So next, she's already in tears by the time he... Because she's waiting up and is already in tears by the time he walks through that door. Mm Mm-hmm. So she already knew what happened. Peter graduates high school. Peter, MJ, and Harry. And um, MJ and Flash break up. Yeah, very sudden. Like, okay. I mean, yeah, Flash is an asshole, but it took you till graduation to do this? So Norman uh, comforts Peter about the death of his uncle. But I think. And Harry's all jealous. Yeah, but I think beforehand, I think I missed this. I forgot where it was in the movie. Norman wakes up in his mansion. Has no recollection of what happened when he took the serum. Yeah. After Peter misses the bus. We'll get to that whole dynamic later, but Norman has no idea what happened. No. And he's like, Dr. Shrum's been murdered. And the flight suit and their glider they've been working on at Oscorp has been stolen. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so... You okay there? Yeah, I, I think I had a half stroke. Oh. Too much spider power. Oh, okay. Anyway. So... There he goes again. Yep. Peter... Am I still here? Yeah. Excellent. So, Peter and Aunt May talk. Peter feels guilty about what happened, because I hate to say it, it's kind of his fault. I wouldn't say that. I mean, 
Uncle Ben should just let the kid take the bus. It's like, you know what? Give the kid some space. He's got stuff going on. No, I had to push it. I had to get too involved. But Peter... I'm just saying that whole thing could involve he just waited for Peter to come home and have a talk. Instead of trying to do it in the car. So Aunt May does comfort him and says, look, people say things, but you loved him, he loved you, and that's all that matters. Oh, there that. Yeah, and then that happens. And then that happens. Anyway, Peter gets a good spider suit. Yeah. Oh, but before that, the Quest Aerospace people are killed by something. It looks like the Green Power Ranger. I hate you so much. But Peter and Harry move into the city. And, um,. Now you start hearing about this superhero, Spider-Man. And see, this is what we were talking about, why it feels like, you know, you got these people, you get the people disgusting Spider-Man. And, yep, he finally has the actual Spider-Man suit. But he stinks, and, and I don't like him. Oh, the, the way that people are talking about Spider-Man is so New York. No, it absolutely is. And, yeah, Peter finally gets a spider suit. And it is... By the way, Xena Warrior Princess does a cameo. How do I put this? This is probably my most nostalgic Spider-Man suit. Oh, absolutely. Even though I watched the show. The the cartoon's different than seeing it in live action. This this movie, before I go any further, this is the thing that really stamped the I'm a Spider-Man fan. For me. I mean, I loved the cartoon, but this really hit it home. So then we see J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, I got What? What'd you say? I said, oh my god, he looks like the comic. Oh my god, he looks like J. Jonah Jameson. He really does look like J. Jonah Jameson. He's J.K. Simmons. Is it's so perfect. Good. He's so good. It, it's legit. You want a definition of perfect. J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. So Pete sees an ad for pictures of Spider-Man. Brings them to J.J. Well, what's funny is, okay, so it's a scene where they're at their apartment and Norman's there. And I just like when Harry suggests Norman help Peter find a job. You can see how happy Norman would be to do it. But then also respects Peter for wanting to go on his own. And you just see Harry's going, yeah, he does. Why don't you love me like that, Daddy? Yeah, so he brings the pictures to JJ. JJ's like, they're crap. They're crap. Crap. Mega crap. Such a Jonah move. Give you 200 bucks for all of them. That seems low. Take them somewhere else, then. <laughs> you can tell Jay Jonah doesn't want to admit they're but he knows they Oh, absolutely. He doesn't want to admit it. He's just like, because honestly, he's being a businessman. This isn't a on-staff photographer, so he has to buy them. So he's like, okay, I gotta at least try to lowball this. I never said you had a job. Meat. <laughs> meat. Ice box of Christmas meat. What does that mean? I don't know. 20, over 20 years! What does that mean? Who gives people Christmas meat? What is Christmas meat? Norman's in a board meeting. Oh, we missed something. 
I spent years trying to figure out what does that mean, Christmas meat. So Peter, a little bit ago, runs into MJ in the city. Trying to the famous Moondance Diner. They're reconnecting, and um, Pete finds out that Harry's dating her. And didn't tell Dick him. move, Harry. Didn't tell him. Peter plays it off because he's not going to throw Harry under the bus. Yeah. But he's pissed. I'm sorry, but I that bothers the fuck out of me. If you know your best friend's desperately in love with a girl, you don't go after them. I'm sorry. You put your feelings on hold, or you at least talk to your buddy about that. That's going to be relevant later. And we'll, we'll oh, it's that. definitely going to be relevant later, and it's going to tie into overall themes of these films. So Norman is in a board meeting, and they straight up say to him, we're selling the company. Why? I for, someone made them an offer. I forgot what they said. They I mean, yeah, you, you, it's a classic Wall Street maneuver. You sell while your stock's high I to get more money. But I'm, I started this company. Oh, this, this is the best line. Do you know how much I sacrificed? Oh, Jesus, Norman. <laughs> it was so good. And, yeah. like, and you're there. he's like, you're out, Norman. Norman's like, am I? Again, I don't understand. Like, I, I I do understand it, but I'm like, obviously, you guys are doing well, and you could probably do even better. So why don't you hold off on selling the company? So there's an and there's make an, even more money. There's an event going on. I forgot what they call. It. There's an event oh, this is where the film gets dated. Yeah, I forgot what this. I forgot what this event is. And it's just like this Oscorp thing, and th- who's the singer? Oh, God. Marcy something. She had, like, one song. And it's like, oh, this is so dated. I know I know who you're talking about. Yeah. I don't even remember the song, but I remember it was like every... It was like a one-hit wonder. I, I, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, um, I mean, it's not important. It's just like... She has a song on the 8-mile sound, actually. Why? I don't know, but she has a song on the 8 Mile. Because 2000s! Essentially, yes. This is going to bug the shit out of me. Anyway! Yeah, anyway. um, Macy Gray. Her name is uh, Macy Gray. Gray. Had one song. Yep. Um... So she's completely dated this film. Nor uh, Harry's with MJ. Pete's taking pictures, and you can see he's annoyed. He's like, okay. "The fuck, bro!" He wants to punch him, but he's not gonna. He's like, "Bro," and um, okay, how like, high up are they? High enough. And yet Harry can see Peter from down there. I get Peter. He's looking at the le- through the lens of the camera. Then he and I'm guessing the spider powers must help his vision. Yeah, or, but how the hell does Harry see Peter from down there? He Harry doesn't. Yeah, he does. Does he? Yeah, he's like he looks down and, and it cuts to Peter. He's like, "Uh, MJ, I left my drink inside. Why don't we go inside?" Oh, that's right. Um, Pete, uh, Harry talks to the board members because they're there, and he's like, hey, "Oh, I just want to point out the one guy in the wheelchair looks very oddly like Patrick Stewart in X Men." Um, it's funny you say that. Um, Hugh Jack was supposed to have a cameo as Wolverine movie. You're kidding me. No, I'm dead serious. Where would you put him? I don't know. 
What is Peter just walking to a village like, hey, I need some help. Go fuck and Wolverine's like, go fuck yourself. Oh god. First class, really? <laughs> it um, is the it is the best X-Men movie. And then you see the green goblin. It's the Green Power Ranger! And uh he just starts killing people. For real? And Peter's like, nope. And this is the first time in the movie you see Spider-Man struggle. Dude, I think Goblin has the highest body count in the Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, I wouldn't call it a one-sided fight. It's pretty even between the two of them. Yeah. But Peter does drive him off after punching into his glider. But... yeah. So cheesy. So 90s. It's so good. Peter saves Mary Jane, who um, is immediately enamored with him. Yeah, so enamored with him, he becomes stiff like a mannequin when swinging. Yes. Because they wouldn't do that. Why isn't her hair blowing with the wind? Why is Spider-Man moving? Because, Anthony. Because Spider-Man has um, rock powers. He's gone through rigor mortis. Yes. So he drops her on top. He just leaves her on top of a building. <laughs> he just leaves her. By the way, by the way, he doesn't even hide his voice when she said when he says, you know who I am. Like, she should have been instantly like, Peter. Um, whoops, gotta go. I don't know anyone named Peter. My name's Spider-Man. Bye! Peter, no, Harry. What? What? And Harry's on the phone with her. All she's talking about is Spider-Man. No, look at that little, look at tiny-ass cell phone Harry has. <laughs> if, the early, if the 90s cell phones were big and bulky, the early 2000s were tiny and minuscule. So, um, Peter and Harry talk, and Harry was like, what was that thing? Peter's like, whatever it is, someone's got to stop it. Meaning, dun, dun, dun. He, he's talking about himself. He, who else? Who else? Who else could do it? Batman. Different universe. <laughs> God damn it. Galactus? The Samariner. I was just about to say that. The Mighty Thor. Are you on your mind? Don't answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Are they going to surf the web next? Oh my God. Why are we talking about? Why are we talking about? It's not. He's not even in this movie. He's mentioned. Yeah, he is. Eddie Brock is mentioned. Th- it's retcon later because they pretend like they don't know. I know, right? <sighs> but how hype was that? They're like, oh my god, they mentioned Eddie. They're going to do Eddie Brock. So, Norman's in his house. And this is where you find out Norman's. Cuckoo bananas? Multiple personality disorder. 
Because Norman Get Osborn, used to that in the Spider-Man movies. Norman Osborn himself isn't really a bad person. He, when he... He may do shady things. But I think the, the new game illustrates this very well, is that he actually has a underneath his actions. Yes, and I think that that's... Any good version of Norman Osborn is... They make him likable and a decent, and he, a go- he's a good person that just does shady things. It's so easy to make him an asshole, like in Spectacular Spider-Man or anything else. Yeah, sorry, that Spectacular Spider-Man is the one that I can that I can think of off the top of my head. I don't remember how he was on the '90s show. No, the '90s show he was fine. I mean, he he was shady business deal. I mean, he was in league with the Kingpin and whatnot, but he he, he did it all for his son and. For his legacy, like at least in the that show, he doesn't turn his son into a fucking rage monster. But yeah, that's for another day. Anyway, what was I going to say? Uh, it's um, the mirror scene. Yeah, so you find out that the Green Goblin isn't actually Norman necessarily; it's more like a split personality. Yeah, well, that's how it, it usually is. And um, they're trying to figure out how to get to Spider-Man. And he attacks J. Jonah Jameson. And again, another pivotal scene that this that per- it's perfect representation of the character. J. Jonah Jameson will not give away who gives the pictures. Because Jonah is a yeah, Jonah's a dick, but he does care about Peter. He's not gonna let. And he cares about his employees, yeah. Which is what I don't feel MCU does gets Jameson at all. Yeah, in the one movie he's in, really. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. Like, no, that Jameson would fucking sell anyone out. Yeah, he would. And I would believe that Jameson is responsible for creation of Scorpion, but. But Jameson is saved by Spider-Man, who is this Jameson? Nah, this Jameson is. He's a crotchy old man with a heart of gold. So he knocks Spider-Man unconscious with some gas, and he tries to make a truce with him. Because his idea is he wants Spider-Man to join him. Yes. And he's like, we can either work together, or we can just kill each other. Or we'll just kill each other. I'm gonna win, but we can just kill each other. I don't even think he thinks he can win. He's just like, listen, like, what's gonna happen? And I quote, I could squash you like a bug. Oh, right? okay. Well, yeah, because he's pretty much dealing with the, the the gas, so he's pretty much just, like, paralyzed. So, so, yeah, at that point, Goblin could literally just finish this whole thing right now. There is now a manhunt for Spider-Man. And um, there's a burning building. Spider-Man comes in, he saves the people, and he hears somebody else in there. Well, he saves a baby, specifically. Yeah, and um, he tells the co- the cops that you're under arrest. There's a there's someone screaming in there, and he's like, "I'm going back." And the cops like, "I'll be here when you get back." And Spider Man's like, "I'm not coming back." And the cops like, "Go." <laughs> the cop knows, like only Spider Man can save whoever's in there. Yeah, go. And it's not a woman at all. It's the goblin. <laughs> And, what about uh, my generous proposal? They fight. Spider-Man gets his arm cut. Peter 
again drives him or kicks him away long enough to get out of there. Yeah. And Norman's like, no one says no to me! And then, like, it has this weird, like, fire transitional scene to where, like, it burns, but then it's Norman's sweaty, so you can tell that just happened. Yeah. So they're, it's Thanksgiving, and they're having Thanksgiving at Pete and Harry's apartment. And they're going to do things properly. Aunt May's there. Mary um, Jane's there. Harry's there. And um, Peter's not there yet. Because, of course, he's not. Because Peter Parker. Yeah. They are asking where Peter is. And he's like, Dude, on his way. And then they hear a clunk up in the... Dude, hold, hold on for a second. One thing I noticed while watching it this time... Norman is giving Mary Jane, like, the, ooh, look. Well, wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, but (laughs) the homie ain't being subtle about it. Not even a little. Oh, man. It's ewy. It's a little gross. It's ewy. So, there's a, Peter gets home, and right before people walk in, because he's still in his costume, he jumps on the ceiling. No one thinks to look up there? Who? Let's check the ceiling. I don't. No one thinks to look up. But all right, whatever. Why would they look up? Don't worry about that. Canaries are blue. (laughs) Bicycle. Bicycle could be any color. <laughs> God damn it! Why? <laughs> God damn it! He was. He was. He he isn't going to town. He wasn't. He's gonna stay at home. Stay home and, be, and cook for Spider Man. So Peter's on the ceiling. Everyone leaves. Blood drips from his arm. How the hell does Norman hear that? It's like the t- no one would hear a blood drop. Has to be enhanced senses from the serum. Gotta be. And Norman's like, okay, someone's here. And, um... There, he had He looked up. He did. So, Peter hides under the balcony. I don't know how he gets down and changes without anybody seeing him, but... All right, I don't know how he got to the balcony that fast. Well, he's Spider-Man. I, I know, look, guys, before anyone comments, I know we technically already reviewed this movie and season one is Grease 2, but we're doing it again. God damn it! <laughs> Peter Parker's the cool... Yeah, he's the cool writer! So Pete comes in, and um, he, he he makes up some excuse by getting cranberry sauce. I had to go save my high, school, my high school's luau. Yes. And um, they notice, or Aunt May notices his arm's bleeding, and he says, yeah, I got hit by a bike missile. Norman immediately figures it out. Immediately. Gotta go. Yeah, and he just dips. And then Norman is so harsh to Harry about Aunt For why? I, I want to say that was the goblin. In my opinion, he was like, uh, I just need an excuse to get out of here. I think that might have been the Green Goblin. Or, no, no, no. Norman was starting to be conflicted because he really likes Peter, but the Goblin wants to kill Spider-Man. Yeah. So there's internal conflict going on. 
So Norman ain't even in the right headspace anymore. He can't even put up a, a front. So he just dips. And MJ's like, yeah, you're not going to defend me? Suck my dick. And just leaves. And Harry fucking screams at her. And um, Thanksgiving is ruined. Thanks. Do you think Aunt May and Harry and Peter just sat awkwardly at the Thanksgiving table? So, yes. Yes. (laughs) That's the stuffing. Norman starts talking to Goblin and Goblin... Oh, this is my favorite scene because it's just so stupid. It's so hilarious. First, we attack his heart. No, I just love Norman crawling to the mask and it's just like, you're a dirty little kitty, aren't you? (laughs) No, I mean... It's exactly how it happened. No one could have kept a straight face filming that. Aunt May is praying. What must I do? Aunt May is like a fucking cat. And Goblin just blows up her fucking house. Oh, God. Finish it! Finish! And... Like, did Mama he Mia, Mama Mia, let me go. Beals above has a telephone aside for me. Finish it! Finish it! Did he physically injure her or just gave her a fucking anxiety attack? I think he gave her a fucking anxiety attack. So Peter goes there and he's like, he knows who I am. Oh, shit. So, MJ comes. I missed something important. I missed something. Well, you missed the rain scene. That's exactly what I was talking about. Oh, God. Okay, back up. Back up. You missed the scene they, the other scene they advertised the hell out of. The scene that everyone was talking about. So this is after he saves her the first time, and then before the Thanksgiving scene. Um, so it's raining, and MJ's walking home. Uh, actually, Peter had ran into her. And um, she invited him to go get dinner with her and Harry. And he was like, uh, no, nah, I'm good. I'm good. Nah. And she gets jumped. And he comes in. He doesn't even put his mask on, which I find weird. No, well, he rushed that shit, because he saw those guys like, oh, shit. And he fucking... Beats the piss out of them. So she's like, hey, hey, hey. And he runs away to put his ass on. And he comes down and he's like, you have a knack for getting in trouble. I think I have a superhero stalker. That's a terrible line. And um, she kisses him. And I want to say this is Peter Parker's first kiss. I could be wrong. I think it probably is. But, so, back to where we were. Um, She's talking about how she doesn't love Harry anymore. She's in love with someone else. And he's like, huh? And she's like, he saved my life twice. He never even seen his face. And she's like, like, Uh oh, that guy. So I'm sure in Peter's head, she's like, ha ha, you will. But he can't tell her that. Oh, no. In Peter's head, he's like, bam, tick-a-bam, da-da-da-da-da, ha 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 ha. He 
pours um, his heart out to her in a very Peter Parker way. Yeah. And you can see, like, she's about to cry. Yeah. And um, Harry shows up. In a turtleneck. No wonder he MJ was leaving him for Spider-Man. So Harry goes <laughs> to his house, and he starts confiding in Norman. And Harry kind of fucks up indirectly. He tells Peter, or he tells Norman that Peter is in love with Jane. And um, now the Green Goblin knows that. Dun, dun, dun. So uh, Aunt May saw the whole interaction with Peter and MJ. Oh, yeah, she's a sneak. And uh, Peter and her have a conversation. And Aunt May says something that kind of triggers Peter. And she's like, can't you just tell MJ how you feel? Everybody knows. And he's like, oh, fuck. Oh, shit. So he tries calling MJ. Like if there was ever two moments of someone just going, oh, shit, from a look, it's Peter Parker and the Eye of Sauron when Frodo puts the ring on in the crack of doom. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> I've never seen the perfect expression of, oh, shit. So when he calls um, MJ, Green Goblin picks up and says, can Spider-Man come out to play? And it's on. Oh, this scene is intense. He's oh, got, yeah. Like, you remember being in the theater? I was on the edge of my seat. He's got a trolley full of children and he's got Mary Jane in the other hand. Time to choose. We are who we choose to be. No! Choose! And he just drops a Superman! Oh, God. And (laughs) Spider-Man does save them both with the help of New York City. Because this was after 9-11. We were all pretty much New York strong. Oh, yeah. And all of New York starts throwing shit at Green Goblin. It's incredible. You messed with... You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. Oh, man. Until the next film, we all just hate on Spider-Man. Yes. <laughs> um, then we have the final battle. Which... It's brutal. Fuck. Peter gets a pumpkin bomb to the face. Yeah. And then he just starts getting railed on. Like, Goblin. He can't even catch his breath. The Goblin is just pulverizing him. Oh, yeah. Now, serious question. Where did he get if, that fucking trident? Thank you, right? Where did that come from? I have no idea. That. Oh, my God. It just, he just pulls it out of his ass. It, it comes out of nowhere. I mean, if you just had a quick scene where he just grabs it out of the glider. But then Goblin, if he had just kept his mouth shut, would have won. The bag! Gotta gloat. 
Now that you really pissed me off, I'm going to finish her. Nice. Slow. Oh, no, you didn't. And then Peter completely flipped. Wrecks it. Drops a brick wall on him. Like, uh, he pulverizes this guy. And I guess Norman took over. Or the goblins faking. I still haven't figured this part out. And right, like, is this goblin playing him, or did Norman actually come back for the split second? I don't know. Um, but he figures uh, Norman reveals himself, and he, and Peter's like, I mean, on one hand, I feel like it's Norman, especially when he's like the goblin. Could have, I didn't do that. But then you you know he hits the switch on his wrist. That's true. Life. So it's like. It's probably the goblin faking it. But um, Norman's trying to rationalize it, and Peter's like... Because I feel like by this point, it's more goblin than it is Norman at this point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So uh, Norman says, I'm like a father to you. Be a son to me now. I had a father. His name was Ben Parker. Godspeed, Spider-Man. And then right out of the death of Gwen Stacy, Spider-Man dodges the glider and boom! If I could get that on a t-shirt, I would. Godspeed, Spider-Man. And Norman dies. Don't tell Harry. No, I love the... Oh. (laughs) Oh. Oh, Peter. (laughs) You think that's what happened when he came back at their No Way Home? Oh. (laughs) I can't believe it. I'm me again. This is a shock. I'm not going to blow this second chance. I'm going to foretell Osborne to get all the military contracts and finally get the cure for cancer. Oh. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, Peter, God damn it. <laughs> the cure for... I'm going to solve the cure for... Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> so, Peter brings um Norman home. Harry sees Spider-Man. Drop off. Norman! So, you know, why did you say, oh, so yeah, your dad was on the bridge and the goblin, I couldn't save him. My hands are clean in this. Um, don't spend the rest, don't spend the next seven years trying to avenge him. Because his mask was ripped and if he got any closer, he'd figure out his feet and just left. Yeah. So it's probably easier for him to just say nothing and dip. So we have a funeral scene for Norman. I mean, it all could have been avoided if he just quickly said, "Wait." Just saying, we wouldn't have, but then we wouldn't have a series. Yeah, exactly. So there's a few. Now we have a funeral for Mr. Osborne, and um, Harry's like, "I'm gonna kill that son of a bitch." Bye. And Peter's like. <laughs> he just said, bye. Fuck. So Mary well, Jane, Mary Jane, Peter finally gets what he wants. Mary Jane says, I love you, kisses him. And he's like, nah. I, uh, no, no, I like oh, bullshit. I like guys. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but you no, can't but- like guys, Peter. It's not 2019 yet. It's not acceptable yet. Uh, but in all seriousness, he's like, I can't. 
I, I just, I can't. I can't tell you why, but I can't. And then <laughs> he leaves, and MJ's like, oh, "Wait, caught in picking minute." And he gives this monologue about he kisses like Superman. And he gives this monologue about how this is his gift, this is his curse. Who am I? I'm the spider. human spider. I fucking hate you. <laughs> actually a pretty cool uh, ending scene of him just swinging through the city. And that's that. Cut the Nickelback! Exactly. Yeah, so that that is Spider-Man. Um, this movie is very iconic. I love it. And I absolutely love it. Honestly, though, I'm going to say... I'm going to say this. Along with something like Lion King, this might be one of the most important films for me as a film as a film guy. Is the it kind of it's a perfect superhero. It's got a per, a beginning, middle and end. It has a complete story. It doesn't contradict itself. It does not it's not all over the place. It, and it doesn't try to introduce something like, "Oh, here's something for a sequel." Huh, huh. And the movie is very well paced. It's extremely well paced. It's a quick two hours. Oh yeah, and you get you really, you really get to get to know the characters in it, especially Peter Parker. He's yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, it's a spider movie, so obviously he's the one they're going to focus. on. Absolutely. And you have a great first villain, Green Goblin. You have great start out swinging. You have a great supporting cast crew with Aunt May, Harry, and and uh, Mary Jane. Yeah. And everything just flows together nicely, and you could clearly tell they, they were putting building blocks in for a franchise, but it's not... Oh, absolutely, but they weren't just like, huh, 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 huh. Oh, hey, look, there's Thanos. <laughs> like It's not mo- modern comic book movie logic. Like, you don't need to constantly throw Easter eggs or just, like, sequel B. Like, yeah, you can see that they're going somewhere with Harry. They name-dropped Eddie, so you can assume Venom's showing up at some point. Yeah, but it, it's not really in your face about it, and it's not the main focus. And honestly, if you blink and you miss the Eddie line, you wouldn't even think about it. Absolutely. Problem. It's kind of like, um... It's, it's, it's subtle, and I appreciate that, whereas modern... Like, as much as I love the Marvel Infinity, from the beginning wasn't subtle about it. As much as I love the Infinity Saga, generally speaking, they are very much. Oh, we're setting up Thanos! Look, here, Thanos. we're setting up a universe. I mean, to be fair, they were the only ones that actually did it. Look, but here's they, Doctor Strange. I'm like, okay, why is he staying here to help us? Uh, to be fair, MCU is the only one that built the universe correctly compared to. Modern I mean, yeah, universe. but still, it's just like, oh, here's an Iron Man cameo. Okay. Tony, why don't you get off your ass and stop Michael Keaton? This movie will be over in like five minutes. No, you want to just parade around in India? Okay. If, if, if Iron Man was actually in No Way in, in Homecoming, there would be no movie. Because he would just be like, all right, Vulture's, Vulture's a low-level guy to me. <laughs> yeah, it, it, that's that's the big issue I, with these the shared universe. Like, you could easily wrap any of this shit up Yeah, in these solo movies. Mm-hmm. But this this movie. Oh, here comes Aldrich Edward Nigma Killian. Let me get 
I'll just handle this myself. Like, where's Captain America? Where's, where's Thor? Hulk? Where's Hulk? Yeah, yeah gone. Yeah, oh no, Hulk! You're gonna be my therapist. <laughs> yeah, that's um, yeah. An issue. Where is this? Spider Man's the only one. Yeah, it really is. A. You could tell Sony actually cared when this movie came out. Nowadays, well. Well. Yeah, I mean, we're making Morbius. What's the bigger picture? Uh, 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 oh, God. <laughs> God. It's like it, it's literally franchise it, franchise it, franchise it. Whereas this is. You could watch this as a standalone and not watch any of the sequels. And you yeah, you know, like, honestly, fine. you could just say, all right, done. Nothing else. Solid movie. Perfect. Complete story. Yeah. Yeah. There's no setup for anything. It's just... Cool. This is our story. Yeah. Front to back, it's it's done. It's a complete story. If you want more, there's a sequel. Yeah, it sucks he doesn't get the girl and his friend's going to be... Is bitter, but Spider Man. There you go. So, this is our season two finale from us here at From the Shelf. Yes. We will be back next year with what movie, Anthony? Spider Man 2. We're coming back. We're starting season three with Spider Man 2. All right, let's go. Let's go. All right, guys. It's, spider, it's a spider line. I hope you guys have a happy new year. Thank you so much for listening to us for the last, what has it been, year now? An hour. I mean, I meant in general. This oh, yeah, a year. Thank you guys so much for everything you do for us. And we will be back next year. Take care. <laughs>